I wasn't. I wasn't ready for last week though. If we're going to start off with something that I, that was that was a pretty mental episode. That was good fun. Yeah, man, that was fucking. What? <laughs> oh, I listened to it back as well. There's so many little things like where like either me or you or one of the girls said something underneath someone else. You just think, what the fuck? But no, I, yeah, it's good fun. Good fun with the drunk mythology girls, which I'm sure they're going to listen to this week because they're going to want to know. You know. Well, I hope they talk about us. Hmm. Because, uh, you know, oh, that's what women are like, mate, you know. They want to hear people talking about them. <laughs> well, it'd, be, it'd, be nice if, it'd be nice if we had a few more women, wouldn't it? It would be. We have a very small female audience. Hmm. Well, we can't, we can't win them all, can we? Well, at the end of the day, we know who came up to us. We know who listened. We know where they live. We'll find them eventually. Swings and roundabouts, my friends. Swings and roundabouts. I used to know someone who used to say swings on roundabouts. Wow. Yeah, it looks <laughs> swings on roundabouts, isn't it? It was just like, what? Wow, that, that? that sounds like a chaotic machine. Imagine, like, the actual functionality of it. A swing on a roundabout. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Shitting yourself every time an Arctic lion <laughs> passed. <laughs> I was thinking about the kiddie roundabout. Like, you know what you sit on and it goes round, having a swing on that. Oh, I, f- I was thinking about a swing set on an actual roundabout, like on the motorway somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty fucking crazy. Do you know what? Put a slide yeah. on there. Oh, d- don't, because there's too many people I would put on that slide. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Go on, jump on, here comes the lorry. Splat. <laughs> that'll learn ya. Oh, probably. Yeah, no, it was, it was good, man. It was because I, I was um, thinking about the episode from last week, and we, we're going to have the girls back on again, so we're not going to go on to too much about it. But I like the idea of talking about like old nursery rhymes and um, uh, like Disney films and shit like that, because I think that's pretty. You know, we can go quite deep with that shit. Yeah, though I don't really know any other nursery rhymes. Now, to be honest, I'm fucking. Um, I, I, try, I did try and look, and then I was like, oh, this is boring. If it's just me looking through it, just looks like a fucking 32-year-old man scrolling through. Like, my browser history is just Pornhub, and then nursery rhymes. It's like, this is really not a good look. Yeah, this is really not going to fucking work if I get my phone pulled by the bill, you know. Oh, yeah. It's like with me, though. Because I'm a horror writer, there's a lot of stuff I have to look up, and most of it's to do with, like, what dead bodies do. How you get rid of them, all this sort of stuff. If, <laughs> if the police looked at my browser history, they'd be like, this bloke's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> he's, he's looking for what covers up putrefaction smell. He wants to know the ins and outs of lividity. Like, what does it, what happens to the genitals after they start rotting and stuff? <sighs> does bleach get rid of blood? It does it? It does. Oh, there we go. Yeah. You got to get it on. You got to get. You got to dig in deep. Oh, it's one of those elbow grease jobs. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if because it can you can still leave smears because uh, bleach doesn't come up on the older uh, UV. Oh. So you got to get right in there and like proper like make sure you're uh, cleaning because if there's smears are popping up on the on the uh, the UV there, I know there was blood there or some they're sort gonna, of human. They're gonna know, aren't they? They are, they're going to be bang on you. And they're like, oh, oh, we saw you tried cleaning it. So uh, that's another uh, thing on top of the sentence. Trying to uh, clean the crime scene and cover up evidence. 
and the destroying of evidence and stuff, they, they'll fuck you. They catch you. I think it's bad they see it as like, you know, you're trying to destroy evidence rather than just clean up after yourself. You know, I think that's, you know, yeah. like most people would go, oh, at least he cleaned up after himself. Like, you know, my other half moans at me for not cleaning up after myself. You know, so I thought that mm. putting in the effort and cleaning up after yourself would be at least commended by someone. Maybe someone in the background. Yeah. Going, and if I was a copper who turned up was putting handcuffs on him at the scene of the crime, you know, like whenever they, in the movies, when they do it, they was like, oh, you're going to fry for this or something like that, don't they? <laughs> I'd be there, be like, what, can you clean up? You <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> stated it. So yeah, it's all right, you know, offing your wife and everything. I'm sure she was very uh, whiny, but someone has to clean this, mate. And they've got better things to be doing than cleaning up after you. In you come, Margaret. Look, she's got to clean up now. Busy you. Yeah, you could, you could have knocked five years off your sentence had you cleaned this. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been brilliant. I think we just don't care anymore, do they? That's the problem no. with murderers nowadays. They just don't, there's no pride in the work anymore. No, if you're going to be vengeful is one thing, but being uncouth, that's just uncalled for. <laughs> It's like, you know, bad telephone manner as well. There's no excuse for it nowadays. Oh, when, when I'm on the phone to somebody, like on an official business, whether it's credit cards, the job centre, the bank, I always get, and I'm sorry, ladies, it's always a woman who does this to me. They they take a bite out of like a sandwich or a donut while they're talking <laughs> to you on the phone. And it's only ever been women who have done it to me. And I'm just, I sat there and I was just like, enjoying your lunch? And they're like, oh, good yeah. And you can hear him trying to, like, take out of their mouth and stuff. It's like, oh, brilliant. <laughs> this is what you want. My life means so little to you that you're going to fucking eat your sandwich. Yeah, while I'm going to chew down my fucking ear. <laughs> That's what I went to hear when I called up. She's there with her fucking primula and cucumber sandwich going... <laughs> in your fucking ear. Primula. <laughs> That's squirty cheese, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Soft, oh. soft cheese and a, and a tube. You get like the, the ham flavoured primula. Oh, with the little chunks in it, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the pink coloured one, and you're like, ah, oh, yes, ham and cheese being squeezed out of a tube. It sounds so American, doesn't it? You know. It was, well, we were talking about this the other day. We was out in the um, garden, like chatting about cheese and stuff, and we, we were talking about like how in America they've like the aerosol key, cheese, aren't they? Yeah. It's like. <laughs> So I'd, I would try it. Like if it was like, on like, you know, if you get like a really cheapy, crappy, like little crackers and stuff, and it was just, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I'll give that a go. But you know, if I was, a, if I had a cheese board and it came out of a deodorant can on it, I'd be like, oh, hold on a minute, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, I remember buying something before called um, cheese flavored paste, oh. and you opened it up, it was in a tin. I was like, it was something like. 70p from Tesco but had like a really fancy label on it I was like I'll get it to see what the fuck it looks like my <laughs> opened it up it looked like someone had melted down a traffic cone oh. and I was like what is this and then you like get it out and you sort of like this be like pate you spread it on the bread and mate it just tastes like creamy what's it was really weird and was it supposed to be che- easy cheese yeah it was meant to be um, cheese flavoured paste <sighs> I, well, you can actually buy that easy cheese crap on, um, like, in a spray can on Amazon. It'll cost you a fucking, it'll cost you a tenner over here, where it probably costs them, like, a dollar over there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know about having it in an aerosol, guys. You know, I mean, my deodorant comes out of an aerosol in a can, and not not things I'm going to eat. How many times, though, do you reckon people have put 
an aerosol can on like the aerosol cheese in place of someone's deodorant when they get up in the morning and they spray themselves with fucking cheese (laughs) well without to insult our American audience because we love them dearly probably quite a few probably quite a few I feel like if there was a lot of that stuff here it seems like the sort of thing I would do uh, on, on the um, on the note of Americans, there's a bit of formal business that I, I was going to wait till the end, but I do need to just bring it up now because if any Americans are listening and get bored of us by the end of the program, I need them to make sure they get in contact now. Um, we have some people who bought some stuff from 8000kicks.com, uh, which is obviously the hemp shoes, um, hemp hats and crap like that. Uh, we need, if you've placed an order with us or through using our code, can you just message um, the Twitter, Instagram, or tftakpodcast at gmail.com? Um, it's going to help us out a lot because we've got some facts and figures floating around. Um, it, well, oh, let's not lie. Some of it's about money, but some of it's about how the code works and crap like that. So if you're in America, because I know the English guys didn't get a chance, unfortunately. If you're in America and you bought some shoes or something, can you just give us a shout? Thank you. Anyway... <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it's just one of them things, isn't it? Like it's like, ah, oh, might might as well, might as well drop it in there for him. Yeah, that's it. Help us out. We help you out. You help us out. We do like to help. I don't know. I don't feel very helpful this week. I feel a bit. Dra- I feel a bit drained. Like this week, it's just, I think the girls I took do. it out of me. You know, mm. I think the, I think the girls just give us a run for the money last week, and it's like anything I say this week isn't going to be half as interesting. I don't know, it does come out of a man's mouth. <laughs> so automatically it demands credence and respect. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I can, I can feel, the, uh, I can feel the, the target audience just dwindling as we speak. Oh, yes. But that's what we like. That's what, that's what we enjoy. Um, uh, go on. Go on. No, I, I was going to say, have you heard of anything interesting this week? Because I've got... Yes, the... Um... Pre-orders came out for the new Boss HM2 Waza pedal. What? Well, do you remember the the HM2 guitar pedal by Boss? Uh, oh, heavy metal too, is it? Yeah. Came out in um eighty four, right. and they discontinued it in ninety one. Right. But it was it was obviously a very big um, effects pedals, particularly for um, Swedish death metal bands. Right. They would use it. They would turn it up on, on top. And bands like Entomb, Dismember, and all that lot. They would, oh, they, the they, black pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they call it the uh, the, the Swedish chainsaw. Right. But um, obviously they've been very sought after since, and because they're um, discontinued, they're quite pricey. So um, HM2 have list, uh, boss have listened to the people who asked a petition to be signed for a re-release of the HM2 pedal, and that's exactly what's going on. But what makes me laugh is that people online are going, oh, look at the price of it, see, that's typical. They, they know people want it, so they charge loads for it. It's like, that's not ridiculous. That's like rule one of business. It's supply and demand, you can't. <laughs> if a load of people have come forward saying we and signed petitions saying we want this pedal to come out, you charge whatever the fuck you want. If they're willing yeah. to pay it, that's the way sales work. And you've got these fucking morons on Facebook going, oh, they're charging too much. They don't care about the fans. It's like, no, they don't. They've got a business to run. 
<laughs> if, if you want something, you're prepared to pay for it. If you don't want to pay for it, you shouldn't fucking ask for it. It, it, it comes down to another thing, actually. Music-related, bizarrely. I didn't think we'd be talking music today, but hey, let's go for it. Um, obviously, uh, the, uh, the Ibanez brought re... Uh, fuck me, let's try again. Music-related. Ibanez brought out a new line of guitars um, last week, or, or it might have been the week before, and they reintroduced the Iceman back into its lineup. Um, yeah, it's a cool guitar. I've always liked it. Um, and people were like, you know, make a seven string version, make a six string version, make an eight string version, do this, do that. And, and all this sort of spec they threw out there. Now, Ibanez have got loads of money. They can do whatever they fucking want. But equally, they've got loads of money and can do whatever they fucking want. Now, they made a seven string version of the Iceman with a 27 inch neck. I'm not going to go into too much, um, sorry, 25 and a half inch uh, scale, sorry. I'm not going to go into too much detail because other people are going to be like, what the fuck? But it's the same thing as you just said. So they made this guitar black, black hardware. It looks, it's cool. It's not probably going to be about 400 quid. And the amount of people who bitched about it. Oh, we all wanted the Iceman, but we wanted it eight string. We wanted it longer. We wanted it at different colour options. We wanted this. What? Yeah, and by we, it. they mean me. Yeah. And they want a custom guitar for 400 quid. You know, they want it to their spec. Well, sorry, guys. You know, if you, I, I just can't stand people when they just expect... Yeah, well, it's like... like I, I follow that um, GB News. Oh, yeah. And I've, I follow them on Instagram, and they posted something the other day about Matt Hancock. Oh, yeah. And then someone's in the comments, no one cares about this, why can't you talk about this instead? It's like, one, look at the other comments, lots of people care about this, you just (laughs) don't. And second of all, look at their other stuff, you'll see they've covered what it is you're asking for. Like, some people just see one thing and go, oh, my planet, and they start (laughs) in their head against the keyboard. And their mum has to come in and stroke and be like, are you okay? Oh, bitty mummy. You want bitty? You know, they're sat there sucking their own mum's tits while they moan <laughs> on the internet to people, giving her a cheeky finger underneath, giving it the old flesh and cream grab. Yeah, I'm on to you. You get it. You people at home, you're like fucking sucking off your mum and your dad while you moan to people on the internet because they gave you what you fucking asked for. But you, but you are hoping out of some sort of miracle they'd say, oh, but you can have it for free, though, because you're the one who asked for it. <laughs> Fuck off, you prat. Go get fucking cancer somewhere. <laughs> Jesus, have you had a bit of a week? It's been a week, mate. <laughs> and it's been a while, it just. But uh, we get the same as well, like, you know, like when people make um, suggestions about... Um, the podcast or what we should do or what we should cover now don't get me wrong I love suggestions and always yeah, people at home we ask for suggestions all the time and we appreciate it when they come through but if you give us a suggestion and we say oh that's not really what we do don't fucking complain because we're not listening yeah that's the long and short of it without getting into it that is the long and short of a lot of things you know we, we, and yeah. we provide this for free as well we don't charge fuck all for it everyone gets to listen to our voice because they fucking like to or because they're that bored or brain dead to listen to us you know so that's their choice but fucking hell guys honestly you know well not all of you because most of you are good but the few people who decide to bitch and moan about people online or on fucking comments and that just because it ain't going your way just go and find something else to do put the kettle on or something have a cup yeah, of tea. we're not the only podcast if you don't like what you're hearing on our one don't listen to it there are tons and tons of other podcasts I mean if they stopped making podcasts now we'd be good yeah you, you still wouldn't be able to listen to all of them no of course you wouldn't. And that's what I mean. It's like, 
it's not a tailor made service. Yeah, we, when we can't, we, we're not going to do that. If we talk, we look at us, like guys, we, oh, it's going to be one of those reminiscent episodes too. I can feel it. But like when we first started, we were doing, we were trying to do stuff to keep people engaged. You know, we're trying to do lists and try and do that. And it just, it just doesn't work for us, you know, as, as a flow. So what's the fucking point yeah, of doing and our, it? And our numbers were super low as well. Yeah. Like people were listening to it. It was a so clunky and mechanical what we, we wanted it to be natural conversation but we weren't having natural conversations because we knew we had to record something we thought oh we've got a prep for it but it got to be mm. prepped for it and that's where the cock-ups came up because we didn't remember something right or we did this wrong or we couldn't find the link or oh, this and oh but what are you doing yours on oh you something similar so i've got to change my it's just like fuck it you know what I'll just turn up and chat about whatever the fuck we please yeah. <laughs> you're not tied down to anything, are you? You're not tied down to uh, time frames. You're not tied down to anything. You just kind of go, okay, cool. Let's just fucking let's just chat about interesting shit. And Ooh, I've yeah. been listening to I've been listening to a few podcasts lately. Um, you know, just a few, just while I'm at work and things like that. And some are great. There's some actual scripted podcasts that are fantastic. Like there's some storytelling podcasts out there. I'm, I, I'm not going to list them because I listen to a few. But like where they October have October VHS prod. They're, they're worth checking out. Oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, they're on uh, on YouTube again. Scripted. They get actors to play different uh, parts. Yeah, VHS o- o- October Pod, I think it's called. Oh sweet. Yeah. Well, there we go. They're very worth checking out. Very horror thing. But yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them sort of remind me of like remember the old like uh, radio dramas. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, some of them are very much like that. Yeah, some of them are wicked. And, and that's it. There's there's so many different things for people to enjoy if they want to, if if they want to go and or, or if you don't like listening to podcasts, don't fucking listen. Go, yeah. You know, go and have a wait or something. Mm. Not, we'll be both of... at the same time, like I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you you make the podcast as well as doing that. I'm doing it right now. Oh, uh, we we all are. We yeah. we all are. No. I see um I see something in the news that a shark jumped out of the water to attack someone. Um on a uh what's it called? We know when you're on the boat and you're on the little parachute, the parasailing, paragliding. Oh yeah. Yeah, shark jumps up and grabs them. I thought that's quite cool. You know, parasailer, that's it. Yeah, shark yeah, grabs was the other week some cunt got fucking swallowed by a whale. Yeah. Yeah, fucking oh, hell. Yeah. Did we talk just... about that? Well, I don't think we did, but I would just like to point out, and people who remember this show from the beginning, they know how I feel about whales. <laughs> and I've been warning people that whales do this for years. No, they don't. They leave people alone. Did I fuck? <laughs> Some cunt just got swallowed by one. Fucking, and he didn't care. You should have seen the, eat the look, the evil in this fucking whale's eyes as he did it as well. And he he would he was calling up the family, harassing them, and fucking. I mean, the boat got out in the end. Did he get out? Yeah, he got out. Yeah, he was in there, and yeah. then they they spat him. He spat him out. Fuck it. <sighs> to be fair, when I heard about that story, and it was a humpback, wasn't it? It was a fucking great thing as well, obviously. Oh. And the the fact that he was just casually like on his canoe or whatever, or just whatever he was doing, and a fucking whale swallowed him. And he yeah. he said that he woke up like he well he opened his eyes. And it was pitch black, and he realised he was inside of the fucking mouth of the whale, and then it spat him out. Um, and as soon as I heard that story, I straight away thought of you. And every time I would have, I would have died of fear. 
Oh, well, I kind of looked and laughed and was like, well, Aaron's been seeing, saying this for fucking since I've known him, that the whales have got little legs inside of their body, haven't they? Or so, or yeah, they, they're and they coming can. back to dry land. Yeah, and I was like, really? Is this is this fucking happening? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't know about the whales with the little legs. It's the, the whale apocalypse, mate. It's coming. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Well, it's a stranger things have happened. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, not not this week, not today. But oh, not of all days, please, not on a Friday. Fuck me. I don't think people respect the Friday enough anymore. People used to, you no. know, particularly during lockdown. No, that's right. Lockdown destroyed a lot of them. Destroyed a lot of people's day and routine, didn't it? Here's something I was thinking of the other day. Oh, do you think? Boredom in humans evolves with their technology because <clears throat> do you when we were kids, yeah, we'd get bored, of course we would, but we'd eventually find something to do, and you think just if we had everything we have today back then, we would never have been bored, but we have it all today, and still, and we, still we get, get bored. bored. You know what I mean? Like, will we ever get rid of boredom, or does have we become so accustomed now with all this amazing stuff coming out and nothing really shocks us or excites us? And then we have it, a novelty wears off. Like, oh, bored now. What a really deep thing. Do you know what? That's that's quite a fucking intelligent thing to think about, actually. Because it's yeah. Because like you say, when we was kids, like, we didn't have iPads and computers. Well, we did. We we're like you know, when we was getting older, we did. But as kid kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I say eight years old or so. You didn't yeah, have no, no, nothing. Nothing on our Christmas list came with chargers when we were kids. No, it was just plastic toys and shit. Yeah. But like you, like you say, I remember um, boring story alert, everyone. I used to have action men or GI Joes or yeah. whatever you want to call them, and I used to, I could play for fucking hours, throwing them around the house. I was parachuting helicopter. You, you name it. Yeah, you got just get the old uh, Tesco bag. Get the, um, the handles, one on each arm, chuck it off the banister or out the window. You've done this before, haven't you? Yes, mate. But then those fucking spoil sports said, oh, we've got to put holes in the bags because kids are ah. suffocating. It's like, yeah, and action men are falling to their deaths. <laughs> okay, something's a bit more important here. You've ruined your parachutes. And do you know how much a parachute action man cost? I can't remember, but he, he cost a pretty penny and we couldn't get that in my house. I had a mummy who worked at the Wimpy. We couldn't get expensive actual official... Action man parachutes. I wanted my goddamn plastic bags. Sure, a few kids died along the way, but that's the that's the price of you know action men. It's called action man, not boredom man. Let's let's, let's not not oh let's be safe because it's even more fun if you can have safe fun man. No, it's action man. Action. This is about action. Yeah, and back, and back in the day, Action Man, used to, he didn't fuck around either. If he no. went after Dr. X, it was like, ooh, sneak up behind him, do him with your fucking knife, Grr, side of the neck, wait for Dr. X to look at a picture of his family before garroting him. And years later, it's like, ooh, catch him in a net. In a net? <laughs> He'll get out and carry on trying to take over the world again. No, back in the day, if you wanted to stop, miss, stop Dr. X, you had to put a fucking stop to him. He put a bullet in his fucking head. He did. Action Man would come with minigun, missile launchers, fucking samurai sword. They didn't sit there and say, oh, comes with decorative sword. No, they'd be like, he comes with a sword so you can kill motherfuckers. 
And then they got this new action man. It's like, oh, squirt them with water and humanely catch them in your net and take him to prison. <laughs> well, I'll take him to prison. I want to do him. And now they just give, and now they just give you a dictionary to hurt him with words. Yeah. Oh Christ! If he needs re-educating. Oh fuck! It's true. It's true, though, dude. Like when you say that, like you, you know, like with when it comes to the boredom thing. Like I remember as a kid, like we had loads and loads of toys to play with. You know, I had biker mice from Mars. Mm. Um, I had the Action Men. I had uh, Ghostbusters toys where you could like pull this, um, pull one of the characters across the floor and sparks shot out of his mouth like actual sparks yeah because it had a flint in it or something it's fucking crazy and like back mighty then max oh mighty max fuck me um yeah and we, we used to have so many toys yeah like military uh, muscle man and yeah and then micro what machines but then yeah like you said after that i think i think video games kind of took off didn't it I'm trying to think when, because I'm of the era when it was like Super Mario and the SNES and stuff like that. That's when I really got into computers, like playing the computer games. Um, yeah, we we always yeah. kind of enjoyed them. We had like the Mega Drive and the Master System, but they were something That's we'd put on every now and then. Like, cause back then, obviously, it was, everything was plugged into certain ports, and then sometimes if like something wasn't on, they'd be like, do you want us to plug in the Master System? We just drop whatever we did and played Sonic. Yeah. Or, or Alex the Kid or something. But it wasn't until my mum's best friend's son came round in like 95 and he came round with the PlayStation. Right. And we sat there playing Tekken and Resident Evil all day and it was fucking incredible. And then we got one eventually, got it chipped as well. Had to chip the PlayStation back in the day, mate. Oh, get them, get them cheap games in. <laughs> There's always some bloke at the, uh, who worked down your mates or your mum's friend's uh, car garage who had like a, a Xerox catalogue of all the cheap games that you get. <laughs> I'll, ch- I'll chip you p- your PlayStation for you, 20 quid to chip it after that. Games, each game's a fiver. We had that going on. That's, that's what, I think that's when we started really getting into it because we could never really afford games. Yeah. And even back then, like like a new Tomb Raider game would have set you back £45. And this is in the mid-90s. Yeah. You know, so um, those sort of games are always around that sort of price, but then when we started seeing ones that are like chart-topping games and we could get them for £5, we were just like, yeah, like we just loaded up on them and we just played for ages. And then the PS2 came out and the rest was history. It's fucking crazy, like, when you think about um, how expensive some things are or were. Like, we, we moan mm. nowadays about... Um, we, we can go back to the boredom things. This is all in, in, enticed in it, sorry. But, like, when people talk about, like, let's say the Game Boy, right? The original Game Boy, the, the grey one, the grey brick type one. When my brother, Gary, bought that, um, I was old enough to walk and it was in a walrus. And he paid £28 for it, brand new. Mm. And this was a massive, massive financial thing. Um, for like for like my brother to do to the point where even like my parents were like, are you sure you want to spend twenty eight pound on a Game Boy? And at the time, it was the coolest thing in the fucking world. And to be fair, if you've got one, they're still cool. Game Boys are still cool. Um, but like, I had a look at the introductory price of how much the original Game Boy was, and it was sixty seven pound forty when it first came out. Oh yeah, mate, you can get like cheap games that you, you can win on like claw grabber things those little 
crappy ones like the, you remember the old motorbike games yeah you'd literally have like the stencils and at the front and each one would light up depending which way you were leaning oh yeah. and they had a they've got about as much tech in them as a fucking game boy and you could probably get one of them now cheaper than what a fucking old game boy was it is mad yeah but it was that name wasn't it nintendo yeah because at that sort of time, you know, Nintendo was kicking off because they had like, not only was like the arcade sort of thing going off, but this, and then of course they had like the uh, Super Nintendo and all this lot, and everyone was like, oh, we got to hook it up to the TV to play, and it was like video games that can fit in your pocket. Craziness, absolutely insane. But there we were. I mean. Trying to find a pocket you could actually put the cunt in was a whole other <laughs> thing. It was more like, oh, you could play it with a backpack. But it was like, you haven't got to plug it in. You can play, they fit games on this tiny cartridge. It's, I've just, I've just kind of upset myself now because I've just done something really boring and had a look at inflation tool, uh, which is a website that you can check inflation and how much was 67 pound in 1989? How much with inflation is it now a days? Um, a brand new Game Boy, um, nowadays, if £67 is inflated to our money, is 148 quid, which is actually much less than the actual Game Boys, like, you know, the Switch and all that crap they bring out. Yeah. You know, it's actually much less than that. So actually, I think, I'm sitting there thinking £67 a lot of money in 89, but it's only 150 quid nowadays. If, mm. For a brand new handheld console, if someone says 150 quid, you'd be like, fuck me, that's cheap. And you get games of it as well. Mad, isn't it? I don't know. You know, we're, we're simple people. <laughs> we are the simplest, some might say. I used to like Duck Hunt. Yeah, do you know what? I didn't play Duck Hunt until I very first got with Nick, like seven years ago. That's the first time I ever played it. Really? Yeah, man. Weird Duck shit. Duck Hunt's the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I used to like the ones like um, uh, Time Crisis as well. Uh, I just like that. Where you've always got the you get the guns and you shoot the screen and stuff like that. But um, oh, I remember, yeah. yeah, I remember there's this one. I cannot remember what it was called for the life of me. But I remember for the Mega Drive, um, they did like an expansion for it where you would like clip it onto this top of this like platform, like put the wires into it, and then that would go into the telly. But it had a CD drive on it. Oh right. And you would get these games. I think you would put the cartridge in. And you'd put the CD in, I think, and you would play them both at once. And these were like digital games. That were, it didn't really take off, I don't think, but it was mainly like to do guns, like guns on the screen sort of game. But right. they had like um, this Western one, like a proper old like cowboy game. And you would just be shooting the people as they pop up. And you, if you want, to, if a new gun pops up, you shoot the gun, and you would have that gun for like a whole clip or something. And like they'd, they'd be like shooting at you, would be Indians throwing axes, and you can shoot the axes out of the sky and like what, what not. And what was it? A, a, a what a little plastic gun or? They were really fun. Get the fuck Yeah, little plastic oh. gun. Hold like they call them light guns. Oh right. Yeah, but they had for time crisis. Like the same with like um House of the Dead in like arcades. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah like, oh, I used, like, at home. used to spend some money on them back in the day. Fucking hell. Yeah, mate. I remember the ones up in Margate. 
I used to go on House of the Dead um, Pod Racer, and I used to love the two P machines as well. You know the ones where you you put them in this like the the, the big thing on tipping point. Yeah, yeah. So that big machine where there's the bottom has got like push them off the shelf and stuff. Go, you can go to a Margate, go on there, win yourself a Will Smith CD. <laughs> You know, it's, that, it's always Will Smith's Millennium album on the bottom shelf, like the, the top prize. It's like, cheers. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll be working towards that. First one. I like it when you go to these, like, carnivals and, like, fairs, the ones that are run by the proper, like, gypsy tinkers, the ones you know haven't got any permits and stuff. Yeah. And you go to, like, the, um... Like, we got, like, throw balls through, like, clowns' mouths or, like, not, like, put, um throw hula hoops over these wooden blocks and stuff to like win like the 50 pound notes and it's like they're nowhere near big enough to go over or the balls are too big to go through the mouths and stuff and it's like whenever someone throws one they get stuck inside the mouth and it's like oh see it's not big enough and he was like oh no he was, he was just that's for a different game or something like that or they go oh it did go all the way through it did like, no it didn't it's still there no no they knock it out and they're like no I didn't go through <laughs> like, you fucking bastards <laughs> I wonder if our American friends even know what we're talking about when we say like 2P machines and stuff like that. Like, do they have them over there? Oh, I'm sure they must have, like, because like, they, they've got a lot of, like, they've got, like, fucking. I imagine, I mean, I've never been to Las Vegas, but I'm assuming it just looks like Margate, but it's in the desert. <laughs> it's just 2P machines and Will Smith CDs everywhere. <laughs> I don't think it'd be a bad kind of thing to think because it is. Um, uh, if just, I went just, to Vegas and they had House of the Dead on there, I'd be like, boys, we're going out of the steak dinner because Uncle Aaron's played a few hours on fucking House of the Dead. <laughs> and if they're going to be paying me for it, <laughs> I can tell you now. Oh, I do love a bit of fucking... I do, I do love a bit of console, but I haven't played a console in years. I've been too busy, man. I, no, I just, same. My Xbox died a couple of years ago and I've not bought one since and I'm not in any rush to either, mate. I've got so much more done since not having one. And don't get me wrong, I'll probably get one eventually at some point. But I just can't. I just, I don't really think about it. Other than when I'm talking to something mates about games and stuff, only then do I think, oh, yeah, maybe I should get one. But then after the conversation's over and the sort of excitement of it wears off, I sit there and I think, oh, then I've got to pay for the the live stuff as well. So you go online and you've got to pay for the games and you've got to pay for the fucking controllers that last all the 10 minutes. And it's just, they're just ongoing expenses and it's like, oh, Golden Bennett. And a lot of the games that are out now, just, none of them really t- tickle my fancy. Mm. I mean, it's like, oh, there's like three games that, that I might consider getting, but I don't want to spend 300 quid just to spend another 150 quid then to spend another 50 quid for all the live stuff and uh, online so I've put out 500 quid to play three games that I probably won't ever play ever again well I could have just bought porn <laughs> that is it that is. yeah so you know I could have spent that money on weed <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, feel, I feel sorry for like the parents nowadays like with their little bratty kids when they want when they want shit, because things are so expensive nowadays, like, when, when kids, like, you hear it all the time, yeah, I'm going to have a kid rank, guys, fuck it, when, but like, when it's Christmas, and I fucking, I love, I used to love Christmas, 
and I've now come to hate Christmas because of because of all this basically and the expectation of everyone else and like when these kids want their electric scooter which is 300 quid and the PS5 and do you remember last year when the PS5 came out near Christmas time I think it came out in November and it was a mad rush for every parent to try and get this PS5 people were paying 900 quid 1000 pound 2000 pounds paid anything to get their fucking yeah, kid mate, PS5. Yeah, paid fucking 800 quid for a um, PlayStation on on eBay. But that's the sort of thing he would do. He didn't look properly. He spent 800 quid. And it's like, well, he's like, oh, 800 quid, that north mate. It's like, well, no one forced you around, did they? You, you decide on a whim to buy it. No one made you pay it. So get the fuck over yourself. Yeah, I suppose so. I just, feel, I just think it's... I don't know how the kids... There's a lot so- of commercial pressure on parents, sure. Mm. Uh, but yeah but, uh, I'm just trying to see if it can kind of tie in with us did we ever see stuff and say we need that we need like you know but I don't well, think the way we... they got us as kids is that they always um, it was always um, X and X, Y, Z features sold separately right yeah. you know what I mean like when we were kids like, we would, like they, they would have um like Power Rangers, there would be five yep. Power Rangers, but you can't buy all five together. No, 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 you've got to buy each of them. They all come with their own thing. But if you get the whole set, you clip them together and they become one big thing. They did a lot of that kind of stuff. Right. So that kids would buy more bits. But again, it was... But, but they weren't expensive, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, by today's standards, maybe. But I remember like once before, like, mum bought me a... um. I think it was a, a RoboCop figure because I never really had Power Rangers. I was, I was more into like like your RoboCops, your Space Precincts, and Star Wars and stuff like that. Mm. And I remember this one mum bought me. She said it, it was seven ninety nine, but I remember mum being at home going, "Oh, they're quite expensive." But when you when I look back at it, he came with a lot of like accessories and bits, and he was electric. You could press a button on him, and he'd say something. And he came with loads of different guns. He was fully poseable. And it was like, and mate, I probably played with that figure al- alone probably more than I've ever played any video game. Yeah, and, it, and you use your imagination as well, didn't you? Yeah, anything was possible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> funny story, this is a true story as well. Do you remember when <laughs> me and you, we was pissed up at my house once? And we walked down the road to the shop to, to presumably get some more beers. And there was that kid and his dad, and they were fishing. Mm. And we we started lecturing our oh, guys, honestly, right? So <laughs> me and Harry... These not- kids don't know their bone. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking... We, well, me and Aaron are not the most unimposing people in the world. You, you notice when we walk into a room, right? And we we turn, we we were walking down the road. A bee flew in my mouth, probably because that that happened a lot. And um, so we're walking down the road, and we we go past the fishing lakes, and there's a man and his son just casually minding their own business as they do. And on the way back, I don't know who drummed up the conversation first. It might even be him asking for a lighter or something. It was something trivial like that, wasn't it? And Oh God! I, what happened? Oh, I just feel like we ended up ruining their father-son time at the lakes. Because oh, hundred percent. We, we ended up sitting next to them um, while drinking K K cider. Yes, cans oh. of K, the old uh, sixteen-proof cider. Yeah, you know, ridiculously strong. No, sorry, eighteen-proof. It was. It's nine percent, isn't it? 
it was hell of, hell of a strong cider. Mm. And yeah, so so we're drinking this really ridiculously strong cider, and this man's with his kid, presumably only for the time he can be with him um, at, at the weekend or Wednesday. And we're literally sitting there going, your kids these days, they don't know, they've been born. Uh, they, they, all they do is play on their phones, play on their computers. This yeah, kid's sitting around on GTA, <laughs> but you've got your kid out here in the fresh air. <laughs> Bonding. <laughs> I respect you for that. <laughs> I respect you. Oh, we just yeah. It's, it's the dangers of it's the dangers of drinks, kids. Drinking drugs at the time was not good. Yeah, a story for you. Oh, go for it. Years back, now this would have been in 2008. I was out with Lee and his other half at the time. So oh. this was the night they actually finally got together. Right, and we were at this party in. Uh, it was just outside Kensley. Uh, I can't remember where it was now, but um, yeah. yeah. So we was at this party, and it was like a little barbecue party. But it was sort of like it was a nice house. It was out in like this, this sort of sticks area, hmm. and um, I think it's towards Laysdown, maybe. I can't remember, but it was. Most of the house was out of bounds other than the downstairs toilet and the kitchen. Right. But the, the whole party was out in, like, their driveway type, like, like a huge sort of foyer, like, front garden come driveway. It had, like, tables there and, like, those, um, like, porch swings, as they'd call them, like the, the seats that you sit on. they got a little bit of a Oh, yeah, yeah. A really nice sort of gravel garden. They had, like, a couple of, like... Um, like canopies and stuff, a really nice little setup, and it went. It led straight out onto the main road outside, which is just like a little country lane. It wasn't even like a proper main road. But later on in the night, we, me, Lee, and his other half, we were all sat down on this little bench thing, sat there having a few beers, and then we noticed everything seemed a little bit more quiet, and, and we was like, "What? Why has everything died down?" And then we noticed as well outside. The whole party had divided into two groups, and they were both talking very low, keeping their like sort of voices themselves, looking over the other group every now and then. And we were like, "Shit, something's going to kick off." Oh no! Nice. Some, someone said something somewhere, and they're, oh. they're, they're 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 talking amongst themselves, giving the other group looks, and we were just like, we we're just there in the middle, looking at it, thinking something's going to go down in a minute. And then one of them sort of trailed off and came sat with us, and I think he was. He asked if I could like, roll a fag for him or something. And as I was like chatting to him, just like something like that, suddenly just one bloke came up behind and smacked him in the back of the head. <laughs> and this bloke leant down, picked up his hat, put it on, and went, Right, that's it. Looked around and went, I'm going home. And then he left. We were like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and as he was leaving, another bloke chased him. Someone chased him. In the space of like seconds, fists were flying. Glasses were breaking, people were screaming and shouting, and just, just like that, they were all gone. They were all out in the um, country lane, fighting and swearing and yelling to them, so, amongst themselves. You could hear the women in the background going, Ricky, leave me, Come here, you on probation. And so we all that was left in this huge property was just me, Lee, and his other half, and we were like, So what do we do now? And we were just like, Steal their food and beer and leave. We're like, yeah, let's do it. So we got like a big Tupperware tub filled with the food. We grabbed a um, crate of beer each 
and we left. So we started walking down this, uh, and this time it was sort of summer. It was just getting dark, so I'm assuming it was around 10 o'clock or so. <laughs> and then we started heading down the dual carriageway, and we eventually got to a roundabout. And we was like, fuck it, it's like 11 o'clock, half 11. Let's just sit on the roundabout, have ourselves a few beers. So we stood there in the dark. I'm, I'm stood there with a beer in my hand. Lean as I've half, they're laying on the floor. They're kind of half spooning, but they're chatting as well at the same time. This car comes acting around this uh, roundabout, and he's beeping like, he's shouting inaudible something. And I was like, all right, and it keeps going. We're like, fair enough. We didn't know if he was uh, cheering us on for partying or if he was like, you little shit, get on We couldn't tell. So we just carried on chatting and drinking. And then down the distance, like the, the dual carriageway was like really empty. There was like no one there apart from that one car that went mental. And then a the police van started coming down the road. And I was like, and they went, oh, someone's in trouble. And I went, I bet that's for us. Anything you like. It was like, what a van for us. And I was like, I don't know why. I mean, there was a huge fight going at that party, mate. I don't know why I didn't think it was for them because it was coming to that direction. But for some yeah. reason, I knew it was for us. And it pulled up at the roundabout. I thought, oh, here we go. So then Lena's other half, they stood up to greet the policemen. Two of them have got out there in a full body armour and stuff. And they're like, oh, you're up and walking about. And we were like, what, what do you mean? And he was like, we just got a call from a guy in a car in distress saying he just drove by the uh, roundabout where he saw some bloke dumping dead bodies. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, so it was, oh, cool. I've, I've been accused of a lot of things in my time. Never dumping dead bodies. Yeah, never dumping dead bodies. But that night, some dope, <sighs> of course, it's, but I don't understand because it's not, like, but that's what we were saying before about like how your mind remembers stuff and how you see things and how your brain tries to make sense of it and convinces you you're seeing something else. Because them two, uh, like, granted, like, his other half might have been laying down on their back or something, but Lee was up on one elbow, probably that beer can in his hand. We're, you know, we're gesticulating as we talk and we're slot. But this bloke saw it as two corpses on the floor and me looming over them, trying to dispose of them. Fucking hell. And it's just like, but I, I don't know how it really works. I don't know if the police call him back and go, don't worry, it was just his heads. Or if to this day he's still going around saying, I once saw somebody dumping bodies on a roundabout. Do you know, that's fucking a good point, because they will not, they probably won't get back to him, will they? That's just no, a concerned individual. It's a concerned individual that puts in an anonymous call just to say, look, I've just seen this, blah, blah, blah. And then he's gone home. And how many people has he told that story to? Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I, bet he's always, I bet he's always like, oh, it was never in the news. They've covered it up. Something <laughs> went down. I'm telling you, his whole entire <laughs> life has been dedicated to trying to find out who this bloke was killing people. So with just a little bit of luck. I may have ruined his life forever. <laughs> Ever the optimist, eh? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Maybe he killed himself. <laughs> he could be dead by now. Oh, was it if I catch him, fucking grass. <laughs> <laughs> Too many grasses nowadays. Yeah, part of me to think he's listening to this going, oh, well, all these years I thought it was... Uh, but it wasn't. It was that cunt from the animal kingdom. He's halfway through writing his book. Yeah. At the time he saw all this... Oh, oh don't worry. killer. <laughs> don't worry, and dear. And how the government covered it all up. Yeah. 
Oh, I'd like to think stuff like that happens, but... It doesn't, does it? It doesn't. Life ain't that exciting. That's that's why a lot of people, like, jump into these things, like these conspiracies and, like, chasing around serial killers, because they've literally got nothing better to do. You know, just to digress slightly with that point, serial killers, right? Now, don't get me wrong, we all love a serial killer, don't we? You know, it's interesting to know about their... You know, why do you do it? How do you do it? And all this sort of crap. Now, why I'd catch them as well, I think is interesting. Yeah, I think it's people like um, like Edmund Kemper, who basically just killed his mum. And uh, the last person he killed was his mum. And he was like, yeah, I'm done now. Yeah, sweet. Six of a red. Yeah, six of a red. And then they come in. And I was like... Yeah. How uh, many co-eds did he kill? Because he killed a few co-eds, didn't he? Yeah, because he, yeah, he was a co-ed killer, wasn't he? Um, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't have the... Um, yeah, I think it was only something like six or seven, was it? I'm not sure. I can do a quick. Um, hopefully, it doesn't. Do, uh, but he used to hide yeah. in plain sight as well, didn't he? Like he would he would hang out at cop bars and chat the cops yeah. all day. Fifteen. Oh no, sorry, that's fifteen. Was when he first killed someone? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because this is the problem with him. He killed people. He killed his grandparents when he was fifteen, and then he got let out, and then ended up going being a serial killer. Now I'm sorry. This is the problem, right? Because he's a really clever guy. He, when he was in prison, when he was 15, um, in juvie um, or whatever, he read books on mm. serial killers and he read books on how serial killers were giving themselves away to the police in police interviews. Now, him being a clever guy was like, well, if that's how they're giving them away, I'll just do the opposite of that and literally become, like, uncatchable to the point where, you know, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, where he was, you know, like going to the cop bars and hearing them talk about the murders, and he was getting a fucking kick out of it. Mm. You know, it's fucking. It's, and people like that are interesting because you think, wow, what drove you to do that manipulation as well? Not just the killing, because killing is one thing, but it's the whole like, oh yeah, then I'm gonna, f-, you know, like. But the problem he, was as well that he would say a lot of them as to him, well, like, oh, you're getting on track, um, catching the co-ed killer. But he would sit there as well and be like, oh, have you tried this or this or this? Or they'd be like, well, we tried this, but the problem with that is... And then they would literally tell him how to not get caught because they just thought he was making conversation. He was like, okay, cool. And then he would apply that to whatever he was doing. (laughs) It was like, fuck it, hell. Fair play to him. I mean, not for killing people, obviously, but for going about it in in a way that was at least original, unlike that faggot fucking Charlie... Charlie Manson, who did absolutely nothing to kill him. He didn't even kill anybody. Didn't he? No. Charlie Manson didn't kill anybody. He got people to do it for him. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And he'd go around and go, oh yeah, I'm I'm a dangerous man. I'm one of the biggest killers ever. No, you're not. You're a fucking flid. You're just an attention seeker who wants to fucking be this, like, and oh my, there's this fucking interview. He's proper trying to put on a show like really overdoing it like he sat there in the room going <laughs> oh the cycle like yeah like, where he's actually yeah, crazy yeah, yeah yeah and putting faces it's like look at you you're fucking pathetic just just trying to be like it's, it's scary like, oh I'm everyone's worst nightmare it's like what harmless yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, and that's yeah. that's that's why I love um, Ed, Edmund Kemper really because I, I just think you know, at the end of the day, when I look at him, he looked like a weird fucking guy. And he's massive as well. He's like six foot six or something, six foot something. He's yeah, fucking, he's, he's he, a proper he's monster. A, he's a big old unit and stuff. And it's like, if you got in the car, and with his tash and his weird little glasses. Yeah. Like, if you, Didn't he have like size 18 feet or something? 
Ah, uh, fuck no, he's like, mad. Like his, his boots were apparently, like, huge. It was, like, some sort of, like, crazy number like that. But he was a big old bloke. But it was... Also, he was very friendly. Apparently. Six foot... Yeah, he's called nicknamed Big Ed. He was six foot nine and weighed 300 pounds. Jeez. So he wasn't a fat geezer. He was a fucking Yeah, monster. he was one of those, those big, like, naturally broad... Yeah. Kind of. Because, you know, when you see someone, they're, they're like, naturally strong. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. when you get, like, um... Not to have a go at anybody, but like you know, when some of these um, people of very low intelligence, or um, well, for instance, one for example would be Down syndrome. Yeah, you find a lot of people who are afflicted with it because of their um, muscle de- and their their bone development. They get like a natural kind of strength. Yeah, and um, it happens with a lot of like in a particularly like. A lot of people get, like, one end that's extreme to the other. Like, you'll get some people, though, some, and I'm not saying Down syndrome people are stupid, because they're not. This is me talking about a different group of people now. Though some people can be very stupid, you'll find a lot of the time, those people are also stronger than ox. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've worked on loads of building sites where all the foremen have been, like, these little men in shirts and their ties. Oh, you're going to do, you're going to put this over here? Like, yeah, boss. I move it for you now. And this bloke would pretty much like pick up a girder and heat your hand and just like move over somewhere. And it's like, that's what you need. Big lumps yeah. like that. But then you get those people who are just ginormous and they're intelligent. It's just a double threat, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I think that's where he kind of fucking... Because they're powerful mind and body. Yeah, and they're, and they're the worst type of people, isn't it? Because, you know, if, if they're... Yeah, because that makes them even more unpredictable because their behaviour is not unpredictable. Because they think think it through like if they was like trying to get some bloke some huge geezer with one eye called Gronoy and he works in a fucking he's working in a mine shaft since he was three they can be like right he's got a huge temper so when you attack when we go to arrest him we're still coming from this angle that angle that angle but with someone like Ed Kemper you don't know how he's going to do because you know he'll think it through he won't let temper sort of get in the way. There's this strategy there, and it's like, oh, God, if they're both, and if it does come to a physical altercation, and I dread to think, if Edward Kemper ever did really, really kick off, how many people do you take to restrain him? Because he's throwing yeah. 300 pounds around. Yeah, and and that's it, man. And to be honest, this is where I kind of feel quite bad for yeah, the Chavis. That's, that's nearly a third of a ton. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not that good with maths, but it's a big, a lot of weight, and he's not, I sent you the picture, and anyone can Google him, uh, but, you know, he's a big guy, he's not a fat guy, he's a fucking unit. Yeah, he's um, a monster, he's built like a wardrobe. And, and the, the thing is, though, it all comes from his mother, wasn't it? It was his mother who locked him in a basement and treated him like shit, basically. Um, and that's like, I know he, I think he strangled or shot or stabbed a lot of his victims, but his mother, he, he he bludgeoned her to death. I've just found it here, right? He bludgeoned her with a hammer, slit her throat when he after he returned from a night of drinking. After decapitating her and having oral sex with her head, he mounted it on the wall and spent hours screaming at it while throwing darts. In a symbolic gesture, he removed her vocal cords and run them through the garbage disposal. Later, he phoned his mother's best friend to come over and strangled her to death as well. <laughs> and then he rung the fucking police to let him know that he's just killed his mum and his neighbour and waited patiently by the phone until they picked him up. Now, it sounds like he got clarity. You know, <laughs> after everything, it sounds like he was like, you know what, 
I'm done now, guys. I mean, I've got right. my closure. I've had, I had my practice. Yeah. Right, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of innocent girls are killed because of it. But, um, yeah, because I, I saw all sorts of... I, I, I remember reading... I've got a book around here somewhere. And it's got a chapter in there about Edward Kemper. And I remember his, his mum used to tell him stuff as well, like no girls would ever like him or want to be with him. No one's ever going to love him. Stuff like that. And like whenever he'd look at the window, the girls going past, she'd be like, don't waste your time looking at them because they wouldn't look at you. You're disgusting and all this lot. So you can see why a man could pop. I mean, but at the same time, it's just like, oof, it's, a, it's a different breed, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, man. And it's it's kind of weird because he he it looks like he felt sorry for himself because I know I know for a fact that because um, I was re- I did a lot of research on it when we was going to do serial killers and he specifically wanted to be executed for his crimes and he made mm. it very clear that he requested that he be executed um, and he actually requested that they torture him to death. Yeah, isn't isn't it because of like a part of it was because he said he he felt he deserved to be executed for what he'd done they were like well he's of sound mind so um it was or, or, or he's gone mental or something oh no no normal person would ask for that so you know fucking it was it was all the only reason he escaped the death penalty is because in october 1973 uh they uh, temporarily suspended the death penalty outlawing capital punishment oh really yeah and that's how him and manson got away with uh not being uh executed they should have just taken Manson out to run the back of the bins and just let everybody else kick the shit out of him until he died. Yeah. And then yeah. let them eat him. <laughs> like, you know, well, if you want to have sex and eat that body, feel free. I mean, it's only Charlie Manson. No, literally no one will miss him. But we can make a game out of it, film it, put it on telly. The Japanese will air it. Yeah, I'll but, know, mate. My, my brother, because he obviously he lives in Japan with his family, sent me this video the other day of what he and his son were watching together and they were watching beetle battles and there is a sport over there where they have a viv and they literally get a couple of beetles put them on this branch in the viv and they watch them fight <sighs> yeah and it's all over you they've got the kiddie version where they break it up before one of them gets killed yeah where it's literally whichever one picks up the other one first and then they go oh well, he won and they move them apart but then there's the, the full version that you watch, and these beetles just rip into each other. And I was watching like, this little clip of what my brother sent me, and I was like, how fucking weird is that? And then I looked it up on um, YouTube, and I was like, well, I'll save a few videos for later. Like, <laughs> 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 I thought this could be something I could get into. I mean, I, I don't have gladiator battles anymore. We used to have gladiators back in the day, but they only had foam weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a program and a half, wasn't it? Yeah. You will go on my first whistle. <laughs> you will go on my second, second whistle. whistle. <laughs> it was, Contender, it was ready. Gladiator, ready. <laughs> Three, two. Fucking <laughs> oh, <you> know. hell. <sighs> How good was that last run, though? That was like total wipeout yeah, and all that, that shit. Was that mental. was done properly, mate. Because you'd be like, no, they're chasing you. They're getting you. Oh, fuck. And they're like fucking... Fuck. Yeah, because there's two opponents running, weren't there? Two contenders running, and the gladiators yeah. were chasing each of them. And it was like... I'm sure it was, wasn't it? Is that, that, that is how it ended. It was, I'm sure it was fucking psychic. <laughs> um, have you seen that um, Ultimate Beastmaster? No. Whatever, whatever it is. That's quite good on um, 
on Netflix, but um, The Rock's got one. I think there's something about Titans or something. But it's like these proper mental, like, uh, athletes, like bodybuilders and, like, super athletes, and they're doing these, like, strength challenges. But it always, watching it reminded me of Gladiators because it had, like, a real sort of, like, novelty inside stadium thing going on and, like, getting right. and stuff. But on, when I was watching Ultimate Beastmaster, I think there was, like, three or four seasons on there. And they've got this huge, huge, um, it was produced by, um, Sylvester Stallone. And it's like a huge assault course, which is like a, a dragon skeleton that's came down out of, falling from the sky or whatever. They made it that way. But it goes all the way through the dragon's body. And of course, by the end of it, it's whoever can master it is the ultimate beast master. Yeah. But each season so far has been won by a male rock climber. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I watched all of them and I, I binged them for some reason. I just got really addicted and I was like, just watching these people because I love seeing super athletes. I love the Olympics. Mm. But seeing people who can push their bodies and minds to the utmost limit and want to go further, I've got nothing for, but respect for. And like some of these people were doing this course, I think like one of them broke his arm halfway through the assault course and carried on going. Nice. You know, these, these like real athletes, people who want to win. But I know that towards the end of it, it was like all the winners were rock climbers and males. And I was like, this just goes to. Not, not to say like, oh, we're better than women, because if it, if they did like an all women's category sort of thing, then it would be a lot more fair. But when it comes to that sort of thing, men just generally are, well, we're stronger, we've got more reach, we're, we're built for it. But um, these rock climbers, mate, because obviously they've got the stamina, they've got the strength, the cardio, all yeah. of this, like, so that they were just like, full on this. And each time you'd be watching it, like they got this one really good rock climb would come out, and you'd be like, he's going to go far straight away, you know, and then it'd end up, he'd be the winner. And I was like, yeah, knew that was going to happen. So they've got to sort of uh, change their formula up a bit because unless you're a, a male rock climber, you, you, you're not going to win Ultimate Beastmaster. Well, there we go. Yeah. If you, if you want to win that. Ultimate Beastmaster. Yeah. Did you ever see the film Beastmaster from the no. late 80s? No. Oh, mate, it's like proper... It's like... Um, it's like a low-budget Conan the Barbarian, but he can talk to animals. Oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely wicked. <laughs> <laughs> and by wicked, I mean late eight is cheese, it's on, you enjoy it. A couple of smokes, you're like, yeah, he's fighting with a tiger. You can call elves to come down and help him, but it's like a Highlander. Have you ever watched Highlander? You know I haven't. Yeah, that's what that's one of those sort of late eighties movies that it's like if you watch it, it's shit. But at the same time, it is a classic. Yeah, we do like we do like a film. Well, yeah. like, well, like, well like RoboCop. If oh, that yeah. came out today, we'd be like absolute B movie that belongs in the in the uh, bargain bin. <laughs> like, in like fucking like when you go to somewhere like one of those lay by stops or like, at the airport, they've got a little little basket by the um, chewing gum counter where you pick up your magazine or whatever for the flight. They've got a little thing there. It's got DVDs in there for like two quid each. Robocop by right should be in those. Yeah. (laughs) But it was nominated for two Oscars and all these years later it's still a fucking classic. And I watched it the other week. It was fucking awesome. But if it came out today, it would be shit, and quite rightly so. And by, by all means, it is a shit film. <laughs> it's not aged well at all, but it's so good, because it's Robocop. 
It's funny. Shit like that happens, isn't it? Like, even if it's like absolutely shit, but it's like, nah, this is brilliant. Yeah. It's like with, uh, I watched Space Balls the other night. Great movie. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I love it. <laughs> Tell you what, I wasn't impressed with that. I watched the, the, uh, the new Robocop the other week, like the okay. one that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. As soon as it start, I put it on Netflix, they came up in the corner saying 12. I was like, this is going to be shit. Oh, yeah. I was like, this isn't going to be good. The first one's an 18. I want full-on gore. I'm not even going to get swear words. <laughs> uh, it was all just pretty lights, fast CGI action, and lots of guns going off, and I was just like, no, this is rubbish. This isn't Robocop. <laughs> there, was, there was no melted man getting hit by a car. <laughs> it's simple things we want, isn't it? It is. Yeah, like like fifteen percent off of some CBD chewing gum or something. Oh, stop it! God, you are sneaky, ain't you? I will sneak things in. You'll sneak the sneakiness in when need be. I um, will. On on that note, on on that saving note, uh, girls and boys, we um, yeah, we've got some new. Um, news? Is it news? Yeah, let's say news. Hmm. Um, we got we got a new sponsor. Um, obviously, to join the ranks of um, Black Insomnia, Wraith Energy, and just to our American people, um, 8,000 Kicks, because obviously we can't do it in the UK, but Americans are still using it, so sweet. Uh, we've got you, a, you are being player haters. Yeah, because I don't know if it's about the hemp or about the whatever, but for some reason, they're just not happy, are they? Yeah, something about the importing, bringing it in to to like the EU countries or like non EU. I think because we're a non EU country now, we can't get it. Some some old shit, really. Yeah, yeah but our, our, that's that's one for our American friends to still enjoy. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they, they can still enjoy that. Sorry, English people, if you want to, you should have been fucking quicker. That's all I can say. Um, but yeah, so. We um we stumbled across this a few fuck me it's a few weeks ago when we said mm. about it and we was looking to get them weren't we and we said we were, we were trying to ask, it's basically a company called Blockhead and we were trying to get them on board we were trying to have a partnership with them um, where they wanted us really you know you know how it works um, because they're actually based in practically begging they were they were they were and they're Kentish lads as well they're based in uh, Tunbridge Wells. So it's like, well, you know, let's, let's do something. Let's work together. And, yeah, so now we got this... this. Well, I don't know what it is, man. Is it like just, it's just chewing gum and mints, isn't it, basically, they sell. Yeah. Um, but it ain't just normal chewing gum. Right, let's just fucking cut the shit right now. We're not talking, like, your, your Wrigley's or your fucking spearmints. We're talking... Fucking like, tree balls. Pure, oh, yeah, we're talking pure cocaine-injected chewing gum. That's not a quote. That's just me saying it. So before you think there's cocaine in it, we're talking pure heroin in your fucking chewing gum style here. Yeah. So <laughs> one of the one of the things that they've got this gum right called energy gum, and I was looking for it like, yeah, what's the fucking energy in it? And it's got fucking like caffeine in it and vitamins in it, and it's like it's actually it's, you know it's got loads of shit in it like an energy drink, but it's in fucking gum. And apparently, it's it's real good shit. I haven't actually got any of it yet, because we literally got this confirmed yesterday. Um, but yeah, if, if you're into all your vitamins and stuff, you can read what's in it. And there's do they some... do the CBD gum? They do. Ooh. They do. They do one called Energy, which is... 
got, you know, whoosh, loads of fucking energy, bitch. And then we've got CBD, which I'm clicking on now, which is going to cost you a bit more. You can do, they do like a subscribe thing, or you can just do one time, and they do, um, you can buy like one pouch, but you can buy like, they they do like deals if you do like six pouches, you get it for certain prices. And yeah, like a knock a certain stuff off the bulk in there. Yeah, but guys, I'm just going to let you know, just, just realise that CBD is really popular at the moment. It's more expensive than uh, all yeah. the others. And so you get what you're paying for. That's right. You're not like just it. buying chewing gum here. You're getting, you're getting health benefits too. Yeah, you get 21, mili- you get 21 milligram, a microgram sorry, of CBD per pouch. You, you know, so you've you got the real shit in there. Um, and yeah, it is expensive, but... It's it's cool, man, because you you can take it with you. You can just chew it with you and get the benefits from that. So you've got your energy. You've got your CBD. There's also one called Blockhead Calm Mints. And these mints have got uh, like natural natural extracts and shit in them that are supposed to like calm you down. I think it's got lavender in it and stuff like that. You know, something just to calm you down. Um, yeah. if, if you want to take mints to calm you down. You know, some people smoke weed, but, you know, this is the same thing <laughs> if you don't want to smoke mm. weed. You know. And then we've got this is funny. This is quite the ironic one. They have blockhead white gum. And this is fresh mint gum activated with charcoal to polish your teeth. And yeah. it's in a black packet and it's black. <laughs> so, yeah, all those, all those uh, like teeth whitening toothpaste activated charcoal, wouldn't they, use? Yeah, so wow, that's actually. This has got some fucking cool shit on it. Yeah, so actually, yeah, that one would be. Uh, would be pretty savage. Um, and then they've got a, one called Vitamin as well. Last one called Blockhead Vitamin. And it's lemon flavoured. It's got Vitamin D, C, oh. B6 and A. And Vitamin D, if you're a UK customer, yes. we, we British people have a low deficiency in Vitamin D because we, we don't have a lot of sunlight. So that would be a good one to get if you live in the UK. And also, lemon's my jam, man. I fucking love lemon. Yeah, man. You put lemon in something, Aaron's a happy, happy camper. As you should be. As mm. you would be as well with it. And yeah, and it's, um, it's, I think you get, so you get six pouches. The, what they've got here, just by clicking on one, let me see if you click one time. I'll give you the prices. We're not secret about the prices. You, get, you, get, you get 60 servings, so you get six pouches basically for 12 quid. Um, I don't let me I'm not that good at fucking but if you use uh, the promo code TFTAK you get oh. 15% off that's it yeah so we ain't talking 15. 1% £1.20 no we're talking 15% if that was a tenner you're looking at like £1.50 now you're adding a couple more you're, you're saving like fucking £1.60 that's it I think you can think. buy you can buy a pack of king size silver Rizla for that <laughs> 150 at my shop. Is it? Mm. So I think it works out tw- about 25p a piece or something like that. I'm not really, I'm not really that fucking. Let me just divide it by 12. Oh, uh, add mate. If you come, if you do come down this summer at some point, yeah, bring a bring a, bring a little plastic bag with you. Oh yeah, because of all all this rain we've had lately, and with a uh, young Lola staying with us and pulling all over the garden. We've mm. got psilocybin mushrooms growing in my garden. Have you? Yeah, boy. Nice. So uh, every summer, get Lola down, my brother's dog. I think I'm up to start stocking up on Fair mushrooms and start harvesting. Yeah. <laughs> Sit in your caravan. I can feed you a Lola. Oh. And just 
watch you suffer. I'll be, I'll be pissing myself. <laughs> just as my face melts. Yeah, you're just sat there in the corner freaking out, and I'm just sat there fucking pissing myself. <sighs> like old times. Could you see my veins? <laughs> Can you see my veins? No, no, my veins are moving. Are you sure you can't see them? I I can't see them. So where are you, bro? Anyway, are you right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a real story, guys, from when I was freaking out um, back in the day. And and I think about 20 minutes after that, another drunken or drug-fueled Conversation came up. Aaron, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Go on. Oh, <laughs> Selling corn on the cob on sticks from a van. Sorry. <laughs> you know you go around. People have peanut stalls. They have all these sort of hot dog stalls, right? Corn on the cob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think. I've, to be fair, if, I mean, if I was in America, that I think that would have been a good thing to do. Oh, they probably do it over there already. If I was walking down the street and someone was selling buttered corn on the cob on a stick like a little segment like one that's cutting up at the end bit yeah I'll probably go for that but when I'm walking out from the pub with a pint in the hand fag on the go and I'm being stopped by this honey monster who's off his face and who knows what else (laughs) giving me his business proposal like I'm on Dragon's fucking Dames (laughs) bit of a shocker especially when only 15 minutes ago he thought his veins were pumping through his skin God, oh, what a mess of a life we've lived. And, and, and if you want to join that life as well, yeah, it's uh, TFCAK at Blockhead, um, at the website. Uh, their website is, I don't know, I haven't got the website. What a shit fucking person. Sorry, Blockhead. I didn't know they had a website. Nah, you have to buy it for us, didn't you? Because it's fucking... Absolutely. Just send us your money and we'll tell them. Oh, is it? Yeah, we're just telling them that you wanted it. Uh, yeah, Blockhead.store. Oh, they're quite trendy, aren't they? No dot co UK, no nothing, no www dot. It's just blockhead dot store. Jesus! Oh, there's a rock climb on the fucking front of their website. Look at this blockhead dot store. Yeah, and then you let it just flick through, and then one where it says it says chew, be ready, and there's a fucking rock climber there. They go from this, see, they cycle through, and there's a rock climber. Oh, they've got this uh, kind of. Fancy Flash website, aren't they? Yeah, Energy, CBD, Calm, White, Vitamin and Stores. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I see they've got stores. I don't know if... if oh, yeah, the, yeah, you can go on there and you can actually just buy it in, like, Sainsbury's. But you don't get your, oh, 15, nice. you don't get your 15% in Sainsbury's, though, guys. You don't. Plus, you've got a walk. Ugh. No one needs that. So when you are should... they going to send us a whole load of... Uh, Packets of each one for us to try out. Um, I can only assure. I can only assume it's on the way. Um, to be honest. Well, like I've, I've, where's their contact page? I want to know where these guys work because if if we don't like Tunbridge Wells, they're Tunbridge Wells. They're in Kent. Oh no! But I need to. I need to be able to get there still. And free shipping over yeah. fifteen pounds when you spend fifteen pounds or more. Free shipping. No, they look pretty. And you know what? These do look pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like the packaging they come in. It's very pro. I like it's like a a satin black. I've got a thing for satin black. And it's like reusable pouch as well. You can, you know, you could put your drugs in it afterwards. You're about to say you could put your weed in there and keep it minty fresh. Yeah. Oh, 
I think, I think we're giving people, you know, we're providing a service now, rather than just like, you know, we're... Yeah, yeah. we're going above and beyond it. We need a little bit more than 15 fucking percent cutback, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. I think we're looking <laughs> at at least 40. <laughs> well, to be fair, we could just go down there. It's only fucking like 40 miles away. We can just go. Well, how long has this advert been going on for them since we started it this episode? They won't get this kind of attention on other things. That's right. This is a hell of a long advert. They probably have the longest advert ever from us. Yeah. And we don't do adverts, remember? We, we stopped like, Yeah, which is ironic because their, their gum tastes like shit. No, I've not, <laughs> not tried it. Uh, I'm sure it's lovely. But it's very hard to mess up gum, isn't it? If it tastes like mint, you've won. Yeah, yeah to be honest, yeah. I, maybe they're yeah. fucking laughing. Maybe they're absolutely rinsing it because it is just, it's just fucking mint gum. They put different packages on it and go, go on and send it to them. Let them fucking pay for it, bollocks for it. And why don't you find out, guys? Why don't you give it a try and tell us if it's the like CBD shit. just starts, just stands for cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yeah, so that's that's the uh, new um, sponsor that we uh, we got. Um, the idea of these lemon ones, though, lemon flavored mints. You like that? Yeah, they've got vitamins in there. You know, the most important thing about all this, though, like, we, you know, we, we talk about all this gum and shit, but it's actually got a fucking taste like it for longer than, like, three seconds. You know when you eat and you're like... Yeah, oh. that always annoys me. I, I want gum flavours to last. It's not a lot to ask, is it? No. Really? So... But not these people are like, mate. Yeah, so that, that's, our new, that's our new one, guys. Uh, we... we uh, well, as you can tell, I don't really pre- pre- prep Aaron on what it is. I just tell her we've got a new... Uh, sponsor and I yeah and we just go for it on the show because you know we're not professional we don't do professional shit um, but I think I think we're done for sponsors at the minute unless anyone else wants to get on board because it's like you know it's oh yeah we'll take them if you're offering but I, I don't think we've really gone out looking so much now have we no no and, our, was... and our past couple of sponsors like the CBD one and the hemp one those ones are more ones that came to us wouldn't it because we we're a stoner podcast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, know. the yeah the um, eight thousand kicks come to us. Yeah, um, and that turned out to be a good uh, thing. Blockhead, I, I don't know how Blockhead found us, and then I think they found us through CBD stoner type thing, and then I messaged them. Um, so we're you know we're kind of working, we're working together. Yeah. Um, but by all means, still buy a ship from Rafe and still buy a ship from. Uh, Black Insomnia. Black Insomnia is still strong as fuck. Still good. Yeah, Black Insomnia is wicked. Yeah. Um, you know, Rafe is, if it's up your street, go for it. Um, but also, if you want a fucking cup, guys, you know, the coffee mugs that we fucking made because everyone was screaming that they wanted shit, we still have them. You know, so, you know, our, our warehouse is full of these mugs. So, you know, if you want them, well, let me know, dude, and we'll fucking send you one. Mmm. Because we love a mug. We do. And, and how much are they? $9.99. Delivered. $9.99. Delivered. I would have said a tenner. Aaron wanted $9.99. So we settled $9.99. Yeah. But I will guilt trip you into paying the tenner. Um, <laughs> every yeah, if you don't pay that, if, if you do a rob <laughs> and pay $9.99 and your cup turns up smashed, don't fucking blame us. I don't know. I don't know if it was rob. I think rob paid... 20 quid I think he bought two I think it was um, Chris it was Chris wasn't it he paid 9.99 he didn't give us the whole tenner son of a bitch 
<laughs> and I'd like to think that the, the penny is the tip. Yeah. And fair enough. That was his wife not left him. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Oh, I Wouldn't fucking it? would. What, you wouldn't let him keep the change? You took that penny from their dying clutches. <laughs> They're so, trying to run a business. They've got overheads. And it was free delivery. And you couldn't give them a penny. A penny. So we can't even decimalise a penny. So we have to take, we have to have two orders to create a penny profit for me and you, right? Before we can make any money, you know, we have to, we get, we yeah, have to have two bollocks to all of you. They're a tenner now. <laughs> <laughs> and you can be bothered after 21 episodes now of free content, hours of content, I'd say, at least an hour an episode. Let alone the dick pics I've sent him. And every, and, well, not just to go on Chris, but on everyone. Everyone gets them. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you it's want not to... unsolicited, if you're expecting it. I, yeah, I don't know if you'll get away with that. I don't know if you get away. I with don't that. think that will hold up in court, no. No. Um, yeah, my my brain's fried today, guys. Sorry, you know, I've been a bit all over the place. But it's just that I, I can't. I'm just all over the fucking shop. Yeah, it's been very muggy today as well, isn't it? It has. It was cold this morning when I first went to work. Then it was fucking horrible. And then I've been in the welding boulder. Where is me? And then, like, you know, I come to record and, you know, I'm just thinking about the girls from last week and how fun it was and thinking, oh, shit, I'm going to fall on my ass. Uh, but we, but saying that, we still got some cool shit coming up. Um, I don't know who, who's our guest for July. Have we got a guest book for July yet? We've got a guest next week. Oh, shut the fuck up, have we? Yeah, Ashes. Oh, shit. Are you ufologist, paranormal expert, and cryptozoologist? Well, this is what happens with Aaron books, people. Oh, I completely fucking... Uh... Yeah, 9th of July, she comes on next Friday. Very looking forward to it. And people at home, if you have questions you want to ask our guests, like we did before with um, just uh, paranormal and all that, if any of you have questions, because this is going to be a very niche topic around, mm. you know, it's, it's that sort of... You know that area of YouTube you go in at like three in the morning when you can't sleep and you just find yourself watching like CCTV footage of like haunted hotels and stuff like that and like the five weirdest sounds from under the ocean. It's going to be a big yeah. episode like that talking about mythical monsters, UFOs, probably conspiracy theories. She, she covers a lot of stuff. She's a very bright young lady. She's like um, us, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she's a big horror fan as well, so some of that might come up. Who knows? But I'm looking forward to having some good UFO discussion. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we've been after for a while, haven't we? Uh, yeah, well, the, the main... Well, we got hold of her when we were advertising for a ufologist. Mm. And then she stepped forward, and then we looked at her profile and was like, shit, she's actually into like, quite a few other bits that we like as well. So it might just be one episode about... UFOs, we don't know yet. We've got to see how it plays, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's next week then, guys. I didn't even fucking, I didn't even know that, or, or I probably did. I've just kind of like blanked it from my mind. Um, so yeah, we got we got Ashes next week, um, and then pff, August is probably going to bring someone else. I can't remember who we had for August. Who we booked up? Uh, uh, Brett. Is he coming back in August? Yeah, I think we did say about August. Yeah, so, I yeah. think it's August he comes back. Yeah, so we've got August, Brett back in August, and then we've got September, I don't know, and then October we're going to go for like a, um, we're going to go for the horror guy you've got, if he can do it, or yeah. we're going to see if our friends at Disturbed Paranormal want to come back on. Because um, obviously when we interviewed him yeah. last well, time... we can on. do um, October as a sort of 
like Halloween theme thing throughout each week, and we could, we could get uh, paranormal on because October's a big time for them too. They might have some they might have some stuff on like an October special they might want to promote. Yeah, yeah, that's stuff good. like that. Who knows? Yes. Yeah, so well, and you guys at home, if you've got like films, if you're like video filmmakers or content creators, and you've got stuff coming out. Let us know. We'll help you promote it on the show. If it sounds good anyway. If you're advertising something and it sounds shit or boring, you can fuck off. <laughs> but if you've got something that sounds like it's pretty cool and interesting, like if you're if you're doing like an art instalment or, a, or anything, you know, like you've got an album coming out, like there's a shout out to a a, um, a rapper out there called Poltergeist. He he's, you can find him on Instagram or YouTube. He just got out a new song the other week called Leatherface, and all of his songs are about horror movies, and he nice. is wicked. Nice. Definitely worth checking out. And it reminded me to bring up, because his sort of style, like the way he talks and like the sort of beats he uses, it always reminded me of that guy that you like, that rapper. Um, uh, uh, what, Immortal Technique? That's it, yeah. Yeah. Sort of reminds me that's, that's sort of old school street kind of. Oh, nice, yeah. You know what I mean? Like no gimmicks. And sort of just. I mean, obviously he does a horror movie rap, so it's a bit of a gimmick. But it's just all very. There's none of this trying to sound like you're from somewhere else whilst rapping and using slang that only they they only use in California when you're from New York and stuff like that. Right. It's, it's this genuine like passionate rap. There's no commercial to it. It's just. Passionate, I like it. Yes. Like Cypress Hill. Oh yeah, love most oh. of Cypress Hill. And what I love about Cypress Hill, you get all these um, big rappers and they, they get all big and stuff, and they were like, "Oh, I've got like sixteen caddies, and my house is bigger than yours, and you're a piece of shit because you're poor." And then you've got um, fucking people like Cypress Hill who are still singing songs about running out of Rizzo and shit like that, and just <laughs> sitting around smoking weed and listening to music. <laughs> so that's what you want. That's how you stay current with the, with your target audience, though, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, you know, so so yeah, I think that's um that's 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 us done for the week, guys and girls. I think absolutely. Uh, that's a good burnt, burnt burnt out to fuck. So our gig, our twenty first episode has been like ah yeah, and I'm uh, gonna go roll me a fat one because I have earned it. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and uh, fire up the old fucking vape stick. I think and. Uh, and have a good, and have a good one. So yeah, so guys, I'm hopefully I'll have some of my energy uh, gum before next week, and we'll have a bit of a kick up the arse. Um, well, I better add because we've got a guest on. You know us. You know we're like I suppose we're like when um, you know it's like when you're all tired and that, and then all of a sudden you've got to do something. Like go to a party. You're like oh, I can't be fucking bothered to go to. This. And then you go to the party. You're like. Ah, oh, you're right, guys. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, Christy, mate. Yeah, you know me. Oh, yes, yeah. the social adrenaline rush. Yeah, oh, I've been, oh, I've been waiting for this all fucking week. Yes, fucking excellent. Right, see you later then. See you later. Oh, thanks. Fuck, that's over. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I need to get, need to get home. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. God. I'm glad we left then. I'm glad we didn't leave it another hour. Yeah, yeah. that's how, I'm, that's how I'm feeling tonight, guys. Your you know, sister's never... such a cunt. <laughs> 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 well, oh, right. it's on, always people. On that note, girls and boys, um, and he's and she's and them's and z's. Until next time, doses. Have a good one.